spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations, such as somebody isn't showing up when they're supposed to. And for that, you can talk to Bambi. With Bambi, you get access to your own dedicated HR manager, starting at just $99 a month. Visit Bambi.com slash onion right now. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash onion. Bambi.com slash onion. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. William! Hello, Dom. We have returned to the Friendship Onion Studios. The incredible Friendship Onion Studios. And I've brought your wonderful wife's designed T-shirt. Can I clap your Doug? Can I clap your Doug? Wonderful Scottish term there. Can I stroke? Your hound. And unfortunately, William, I've tarnished it with a little bit of smoothie. What kind of smoothie is that? Mm. It looks as if it's a diarrhea one. <laughs> yeah, it does look like diarrhea. Um, this is called the Express O, as we know. Express O. It's, it's an espresso in Italy and all over the world. But this is the Espresso because I think they didn't want to get maybe in trouble with people thinking it's just an espresso. No, no, this no. is an espresso that includes coffee beans, some chocolate, some peanut butter. It's very tasty, but it's also very stainy. Oh, did you get it on the T-shirt? Mm, I've got it on the T-shirt in, in uh, three different places, almost in a, ter- in a triangle. <laughs> yeah. How are you? You've been away. You've been to Mexico. I did. I had a little vacation. Mm. Haven't had a vacation for a while, I don't mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, me and my son went down to Baja mm. uh, and we had a little bit of a surf sec- session mm. and it was uh, it was lovely the water was nice yeah. the weather was nice it wasn't too hot mm. it was uh, it was a lovely little breakaway zone you got a wonderful tan you look very trim you got yourself a new haircut you're showing up in a jazzy kind of jacket-y type vibe yeah I was I was rushing out the door and you're I rushing? just uh, this is all Russian mm. We'll have a Russian person on today. Yes, we've got a wonderful Russian uh, guest. Well, a uh, Ukrainian. Well, f- families maybe. Yeah, maybe a combination uh, of the two. Com- a combination. We'll, we'll, we'll talk call. about that later. Yeah. And you've been away uh, surfing, so mm-hmm. you've not you've not been quite on your bulking schedule. But obviously, surfing gets you big. It gets you a big, strong back. It was it? quite a long paddle out, Dom. Right. And uh, the waves were lovely. And uh, I feel as though I got some exercise, but I I, I kept eating as if I was bulking. Mm. So that's the main thing. Great. I think I'll put on another five pounds. Good for you. Well, we should maybe consider getting a pair of, uh, well, not a pair, a set of weighing scales in here. Yeah. We'll and get a pair. Let's and get two of them. We'll just make sure that they're, they're, they're correct. Because I'm getting smaller yeah. whilst you're getting bigger. You could be like the amazing shrinking man. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, I want to get, it's interesting because whilst you're bulking, I'm trying to get lithe. Mm-hmm. Virtually. What's your body fat? Oh, it's not a lot. I would say my body fat's probably in the 12th percentile, 13th percentile. I'm probably up about 75% body fat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you look fantastic. Oh, I look amazing. I'll give you that, Tom. Peeling the onion. 
Hey, should we do a bit of housekeeping? Come on, Tom. Housekeeping! Well, How much, much fun, fun are you to keep a house so nice and, and true? On you go, Bills. Go on, hey, this is Jocelyn from Manitoba, Canada, mm. Mm. Uh, says, listening to you guys trying to figure out the geography of Canada was painful. Oh. Yeah, it was quite painful, actually. Um, Jocelyn says, but overall, I was very impressed. Thank you. I was also not surprised that Manitoba was the one province that you hadn't heard of. Because apparently, we aren't known for anything special and we're normally skipped over. That's a shame, isn't it? Manitoba. I've heard of it before. However, my tiny town of about 1,000 people is famous for having the world's largest curling rock. Have you ever tried curling, Dom? No, I'd like to. It's like large... um... What's the game in the pub? Shuffleboard. It's like yeah, shuffleboard. exactly. It's like a big, a big rock. It's uh, anyway. This is it's just a, a giant statue randomly in our town. My question is, if there was a town named after you, what would be the statue world record that you were known for? Statue uh, or world record? What, what, what would it be? Is what she's saying. If there was a town named after you. Don Monaghan town. Down the town of Don Monaghan. What kind of statue or what what would be what would be in that town? Well, I think in the centre of town in Don Monaghan town centre, there'd be a picture of me in a gamer chair, slaving <laughs> over my laptop with my tongue out to the side, hopefully winning a game of League of Legends. That would be the town centre. Everyone would say, Where are we meeting tonight? Let's just meet at the statue. And it's me playing League of Legends. I think that'd be good. Yeah. I'll meet you at the Don Monaghan yeah. uh, statue. That's yeah. where people would meet. Curling rocks are made from granite from only two places in the world, Dom. Goodness. I thought it was only one. And uh, it's called Elsa Craig is the Scottish one. Does I don't know Scottish. where the Welsh one is, mm. but there is a, it's a little island and it's off the uh, west coast of Scotland. Uh, and it's... It's called Elsa Craig, and all the curling stones come from there. That's wow. amazing, isn't it? So the ones that you see in the Olympics and all that kind of stuff, is, no. it the, is, it, is there a density to them that you don't find elsewhere? There's something about that granite that makes it right slippy. Mm. You can throw it on ice and it'll just go forever. Mm. As long as you get somebody in front with a, a brush. I don't know where in Wales it comes from. Maybe somebody out there could tell us. Mm. If I had a town... Uh, what would well? It'd be me in the bath, wouldn't it, Dom? You in the bath, sweating with your with your glasses on sideways. Just yeah, just enjoying some music. A little speaker there, maybe a nice glass of red wine. S- super hot bath, like uncomfortably hot. Does not sound great. And then, what's the the latest thing I've I've added to my bath? It's just made it perfect. <laughs> yeah, you've added a candle of Sean Aston. There's a Sean Astin candle that I've got, a kind of religious candle. Yeah, he looks like a kind of an, an apostle or a disciple, maybe. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. One of the apostles. Mm. And uh, I like that. And then I've got Sean watching me in the bath. And I, I quite enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Billy in the bath. Lovely question there from Jocelyn in Manitoba. We've got a question here from Charlotte in Manchester. Shout out to everyone in Manchester. Uh, who said, if the Lord of the Rings story was remade with dogs. Oh, what breed of dog would each character be? For reference, my dogs are Lassa Apsos. Is that right? Am I saying it right? I think so. Yeah. Lapso. La- Lassa Apsos. Lassa Apsos. I don't know. Lapso. Lapso. 
Lapsus? Lapsus. Um. Small, cheeky, and a little bit crazy, like Mary and Pippin. Well, what would the character do? Right, okay, well, we can't do every character. She's probably asking for characters from The Fellowship, right? Yeah. The, the, the Fellowship, the Nine. So they've done us. That's two, Lapso, Apsos. I'm going to say that um, Legolas is a an Afghan hound. Do you know definitely, an Afghan hound? definitely an Afghan hound <laughs> right. with a long, with a long straight <laughs> hair. They're <laughs> crazy looking things. What about uh, Aragorn? Well, initially I thought German Shepherd, but is that a bit too tough? No, maybe, maybe that's right. Actually, because God it's dog. a noble beast, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, well, that's Aragorn covered. How are we feeling about um, maybe Gandalf? Is he an old English sheepdog? Oh, lovely, an old Mm. one. Mm. But still doing its best. Still smart, but a bit slower than it used to be. Yeah, lovely. Boromir, Frodo, Sam. Boromir, another Alsatian, another German shepherd. Slightly smaller. Slightly smaller than the... Yeah, I'll give you that. Frodo. Frodo's. Uh, Collie. A collie dog? Yeah, smart. Smart. Maybe a little bit too smart. Yeah. I like that. Sam, what's the most loyal? Is he a Labrador golden retriever? Oh, a golden retriever. A golden Lovely. retriever for Sam. And then who are we missing? Who's left? There's someone else, isn't there? Oh, Gimli. Gimli. What about a, a bulldog? Wire? Yeah, I was going to say like a wire terrier, but bulldog's kind of good. Ah, a bulldog. Come on. Yeah, I like bulldog. Right. Takes no mess. Is that it? Is that the entire fellowship? I think that's it. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I want a thing me in there though. Uh, oh, what are they called again? Big, uh, uh, a great Dane. Who could be a great Dane? I mean, the who's the biggest guy in the fellowship? Gandalf or Aragorn, really? Yeah, well, maybe not the fellowship. Then. Also, maybe he's not part else. of the fellowship, but you know those hairless um, dogs from Mexico? Yeah. Like completely hairless dogs. Yeah, like... Let's call them, right? Yeah, Gobs, one of those hairless chihuahuas. It's got to be Gollum. Lovely, Lovely good question. question. Good question. I've got one more here, Thank Dom. you, Charlotte. Yeah, of course. Oh, this from YouTube. On you go. This is Sarah from YouTube. Mm. Now, I think this is a great idea. And I think you'll agree it's a great idea, I don't Dom. know. Would you guys ever consider doing a fan art day? Oh. Fan art. Fan art. Like, put up an announcement so we all know when it is. A deadline. So we can work towards it. Mm. Then all of us artists, nerds who love Mary and Pippin can submit our art. I think that would be fun, says Sarah from YouTube. That would be fun. Not only would it be fun, we could do an entire episode just on opening and uh, talking about the fan art. That we because received. there's some fantastic fan art comes in. We've got great stuff, but there are some spaces behind, like right here. Look, the spaces. Rare. Thank you, lovely master. Look at all the space up here above us. Yeah. John, Johnny Clues keeps saying he's going to put stuff up there, but he never does. I think it's better to have people send stuff in. Well, what should we say? Should we say September sometime? Well, in, in America, they have Labor Day, don't they? Because that's they say that's when schools go back and stuff. Ah. Which I think is September the 5th, Dom. Okay, let's do... September the 5th. Anytime if you send us stuff before September the 5th, we'll look through it and then we'll do a special fanart episode. Billion Dom's Fanart episode. So please do whatever you do. Maybe you knit things, then knit us both a hat. If you um, do oil paintings, I would suggest uh, using oil paint. Or if you use brass for sculptures, then do one of me in the bath and one of him playing League of Legends. Yeah. 
Talking to League of Legends, should we do an update? Yes. was a big one. How's it been? Well, our friend Nigel has come to visit, staying with me since you went to Mexico. And uh, we've been playing side by side like brothers in arms. Well, the, th- the thing about Nig- Nigel is that we, we all met on Lord of the Rings, so we asked him to be a guest on here. Yeah, and tell, he's with us. T- tell us all about his experiences mm-hmm. on Lord of the Rings, but he decided to sit outside and uh, not bother doing that. He's refused. He's, he's point blank refused. And Can we was- get yeah, I think we probably could. Not only was he on set, he was probably on average on set more than us because he had to come to work every single day and there were days here and there where we weren't working. And it went on so long, I think he had many jobs on that. Yeah. It'd be an interesting chat, I would an think. An interesting chat. He's a Kiwi, he knows all about New Zealand and knows about filming in New Zealand. He's been playing League of Legends with us since pretty much day one and he's refused. So tell us about your League of Legends set up with Nigel. Well, I've never played... Um, I've never won five games in a row and we won five games in a row the other night and then we sat down and said, I wonder why that is and we both agreed that maybe sat next to each other. There's a, there's a synergy. There's a, there's a free song. Between my family and my business life, I have enough to worry about. I need the peace of mind of identity protection. But how do I know what protection I need? That's why I use Allstate Identity Protection. The best of identity protection from a brand you can trust. So much of life is logging into our digital lives. That's why Allstate developed an identity protection product that protects your digital life just like they do your physical life. With Allstate Identity Protection, they'll reimburse up to a million dollars for out-of-pocket expenses, lost wages, and legal fees. They'll also cover money stolen from your bank accounts, 401ks, HSAs, and tax returns. At Allstate, they've been protecting the things people love for over 90 years. Not only will they monitor to help keep you safe, but should identity theft ever occur, their US-based customer care identity specialists provide expert support 24-7, 365, with an industry-leading 98% satisfaction score. Got a big or growing family? You can enroll your entire household under one family plan, spouse, kids, parents, in-laws, all for a flat rate that's less than you would pay for two individual plans and without the typical age or residency restrictions of where they live. Think the identity protection your bank provides is enough? Think again. The reality is that most financial institutions act only after fraud occurs rather than preventing it. Having comprehensive monitoring and coverage from AIP will help stop identity thieves in their tracks before any major damage is done. What I love about Allstate Identity Protection is the peace of mind it provides. So when you think identity protection, think Allstate Identity Protection. To find out if your employer offers Allstate Identity Protection, head to AIP.com slash onion. If not, get a 30-day free trial at AIP.com slash onion. One last time, that's AIP.com slash onion. So you were sitting, how, how close to each other would you say? Well, my desk, unfortunately, at my house is not that big. So we were pretty close. I would say there was a distance of around about a quarter of a foot between us. And did you have on your gamer headphones? No. You just talked to each other? Just put the sound through my monitor. Right. And we didn't play with our headsets, which meant that our other friend, Andrew, who wanted to play, I said, unfortunately, we're not on headsets because we're just talking to each other. So Andrew said, okay, I'll sit this one out. Well, that's a shame for Andrew. It was a shame for Andrew, uh, but it was great for us because we won five in a row. Never done that before. 
And we jumped around. Played Teemo, played Misfortune, played Lux. Nigel played uh, Misfortune. He played Pike. He played Vigar. We smashed him. Five in a row. For people who don't know, when you play League of Legends, depending on how, uh, who you're playing with, if it's better players, then you play other players on the other team who are better. You know, so they match the sort of levels. And the thing is, Andrew is actually better than all of us, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, so right. when he does play with us, we're playing better people. Way better. So you might not have got your five wins. If we'd have played with Andrew. True. And also, as you win, they also ramp up the quality. Oh, of the do they? Are, yeah. So, so by Na the fifth game, it was probably difficult. Well, Nigel and I were saying, we were saying maybe we want to lose one relatively soon here because the, the standard is going up. But then we just thought, now nah, let's just keep going. Let's go, let's so we, go. So we won five in a row and then I think we lost two or three in a row. So you guys played like eight games of League of Legends. No, it was just one, one time that we did five in a row and then the night or the day after we played and we lost three in a row. And as you know, when we lose, Nigel's voice gets very deep. It gets a lot deeper. Doesn't nah. like it. Nah. So we had lost one night and I said, I'm off to bed, Nigel. And he said, I'm going to play one more on my own just to see if I can get a win. Yeah, you get to bed. Put yeah. the lights out. And he, he, got a, he got a loss and a win. So that's your League of Legends update. Tons there we of go. fun. Um, yeah. Tell um, us what you guys are doing on League of Legends. And if you've got any tips, also give me give, give me some tips because I, I still don't know how to play. Specifically, Heimerdinger tips because that's who you play. Or tips on as to how you unlock your camera and don't feel like a, a, a ruddy fool when you do it because you still play with a locked camera, don't you? I still play with a locked camera and also I still don't get things like you know, three hits and then your, your fourth hit is harder. Like, what's all that? I don't get all that stuff. Mm, yeah. I'd like to know how all that works, though. Yeah, because sometimes your abilities will make your basic abilities way stronger. So sometimes it's like, do your Q, Bye. then do an A, then do another Q, and then your second A is like three yeah. times more powerful. Yeah, things like that. But how do you know? You just have to kind of read about. I recommended Reddit to you a while ago. Do you remember? And then yeah. I recommended a Reddit quantum physics page mm. while you're in Mexico because I thought you'll be coming in after a surf. You'll have that lovely post-surf feeling in your body mm. and in your mind where you right. just kind of relax. Right. A little glass of wine, yeah. a dozen oysters, hopefully ones that don't make you feel sick. And then you jump into a Reddit quantum physics uh, chat. But you didn't do it, did you? I didn't, no. Did you have oysters that made you feel sick, though? Yeah, I did. I felt, did you try one of them and thought, mm, not sure about that one? Yeah. Really? And I still ate it. Now, what does a bad or dodgy oyster taste like? I don't know, just not quite right. And it was already in my mouth, and I was ready to put it out my mouth. And I thought, ah, it's too much trouble. <laughs> I just It's a little bit more trouble later on, right? I just swallowed it, and then I felt bad last night. I was sick, Tom. <sighs> Good job you weren't sick on the plane. No, I was all right in the plane, but when I got to the house, I felt, oh, I felt wheezy. And then I felt as if I was in the third person. I thought oh. I was myself looking at myself. Oh, yeah, witnessing yourself. And then the distance. second self went into the toilet and it was coming <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't good. Now, could you talk me through, what? how does your personality change when you're vomiting? Are you a tidy vomiter? Do you cry? Do you get weak? Do you sweat? Well, it's quite, it's, it's, a, it's a private occupation. Well, it is for me. I don't want anybody in there holding my hair back or rubbing my back. Yeah. You tend to go through your sicknesses on your own. Yeah, I do. I take my top off. Oh? 
Not always. Okay. Not all sicknesses. Right. Like, for instance, a sprained ankle, I wouldn't take my top off. Nah, I understand. But if I'm if I'm being sick into the bowl, yeah. which so, I haven't done for years. Sometimes the t-shirt can feel like it's going to stick to you. It's you know? too much, isn't it? So, yeah. Well, and then I, yeah. I wanted to feel the coolness <laughs> of it. I wanted to feel the coolness of the 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 the, the pan, but oh, yeah. you know that. I mean, a pan's used for defecation. I, I don't want to touch it. Yeah, you could hug the base. I don't. But I still, I don't want to be near the base. Yeah, it's cold. That the, porcelain thing against well, your cheek. Oh, so I just, I was just, I did what I could, and. It, uh, how many how many vomits like it was like, I hadn't eaten you know mm. other than a packet of skips mm. oh yeah that's bad you don't want to follow bad oysters <laughs> with a packet of skips oh my gosh what I did oh you poor thing so I had so you know it was just it was and then I had a lot of water because I was trying to hydrate so it was like uh, it was just skip flavoured water that was coming up oh uh, and did you get my least favorite one is the dry one, you know, and nothing goes. No, I never got to. I never up. got to that stage because mm. it was always the pr- prawn cocktail water that was. I was getting. Was your wife knocking on it? Billy, hey, hey, when I'm not when I'm not feeling good, she lets me. She leaves you alone. And then if I commit a show, everything's okay. And I'll say, I feel like I'm in the third person. Also, sometimes you don't want to be around another person when you are going to mm-hmm. vomit because mm-hmm. you can pass it on. Oh, you can, yeah. Like, don't, like the domino effect. That's exactly. Or domino effect. You can boom, 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 boom. 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 And then everyone's puking. The whole street's puking. They're hearing you or maybe they're, they're, they're catching a little, the downwind of the acid in the toilet. Everybody's got a top off. Mm. Feel better today. I tell you, I was sat on a plane. I can't remember where I was. I think I was going to one of these conventions, which, by the way, Toronto. Toronto. End of September. September the 28th, which is my birthday. Oh. We were. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We'll be doing a live Friendship Onion in the city of Toronto, which is in Canada. If anybody is going and wants to bring me a gift for my birthday, please do. Dom will get very jealous, so please bring gifts for him as well. I do get jealous when Billy gets gifts. Also, if you'd like to attend the Friendship Onion live taping in uh, Toronto, you can get all that information at Fan Expo Toronto online. Come see us. We'd love to see you there. We'll be doing a birthday extravaganza celebration for Billy. Can't wait. I was on a plane going to one of these conventions and a lovely gentleman, he was probably in his early 70s, I would say, came and sat down next to me and um, the plane hadn't taken off yet and he reached for what I thought was going to be kind of a magazine and he put out a sick bag and I thought, Oh no. going to watch this just to be mindful. He opened it up and he had it opened in his lap. Right. And I just kind of gave him a couple of little side glances when he wasn't watching. Sweat just coming yeah, down just the, the side start, of his temples. Sweat starting. And at that point, I thought, I should probably ask if you're all right. Would you want anything? I said, are you okay? And he looked at me and he gave me a lovely smile. He said, I'm, I'm a very nervous flyer. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I said, would you want some water or something? He said, no, I'm okay. And then the air stewardess saw, said the same thing. He said, I'm fine. As soon as the air uh, plane started to pick up a little bit of the pace with the wheels and stuff, he shut his eyes. 
I was oh, doing deep breathing and I just thought there's, there's a chance here that I might get caught in yeah. some of the ricochet. But he just passed out. I think he had actually asked for just a tonic. Just a tonic water. And when they came, he was asleep. Yeah. And the lady kind of looked at me and she said, do you want it? And I said, yeah. I'll Stick a gin in it and I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, put a gin it. in it. And, uh, yeah, I'll take that. But I've never been sick on a plane, but he looked like he was pretty touch and go, this man. I don't think I've ever been sick on a plane. No, I get excited. Remember that on one time you got really sweaty on the plane? No. Oh, no, that was lost. I remember it now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was the character that I played on Lost. Who was a heroin addict? And I think <laughs> flying when you're doing cold turkey is supposedly not. It's not for the best. No. Not for the best. Dom, there's one left. You want to do it? Oh, I'll do it. Here we go. This is from Emily in Arizona. Lovely part of the United States. Very hot. Who said, read the film Lightyear, which we got into a while ago. Mm-hmm. Said, hi, uh, Dom and Billy. My name is Emily. I live in Arizona. I love the podcast. I wanted to help Billy with his distress over the film Lightyear. In case you didn't know, there was an entire animated series when I was a kid based on the idea that there was a real Buzz Lightyear out there that the Buzz in Toy Story as an action figure is based on. He and his team go on all kind of universe-saving adventures and fight their arch nemesis, Zerg. I would assume that the new movie is more of a nod to this animated series than the original Toy Story film. Hope that helps you go to the movie. With a little less distress, I'll tell you right now, Emily, Billy is not going to see that film. I still don't... Because here, right, so if Buzz Lightyear, the toy that we know from Toy Story, is based on a real Buzz Lightyear, a real astronaut, right? Mm -hmm. Who goes into space Mm -hmm. and fights Zorg Mm -hmm. and all these other people, then... The planet that that toy is in, mm. we would know all about Zorg and all that. Mm. Well, we do know about Zorg, but only featuring the Toy Story. Films. Only through the toys, only from the toy, like the mum and dad of the boy. I see what you're saying. They don't say, "Oh, I wonder what's happening in On that ours. galaxy." Right. It doesn't seem like the planet where we're at war with uh, another you know, alien race. I understand. So what you're saying is, in Toy Story, it's a very self-contained issue between toys. It's just a toy thing. It's not a world thing. And then suddenly in the Lightyear thing, they're saying there actually was a real human astronaut that went and fought these battles. And you're like, well, that breaks the whole thing. Well, that, yeah, I think their mum and dad would be talking about that. They'd be saying, should we send our son to space yeah. school yeah. to fight Zorg? I understand. I understand. I still have problems. No, you're very... I should go and see it before I say anything. Yeah. No, you're very strict over um, the whole... You're very strict over the whole um, sci-fi thing. I like things to have rules. I get I'll tell you what I've just heard. I just read. Did you hear it or read it? You were very passionate about both of those. I just read it. Okay. And you heard it in your mind? They are making a movie of Rendezvous with Rama. I have no idea what that is. It's one of my favourite sci-fi books. Really? I'd like to be in it. Rama, the kind of god? Rama is is this spaceship that comes, we don't know where from, and it enters our solar system. We don't know it's a a spaceship. It's just a big shape. Yeah. And we send up astronauts, and they go inside, and it's it's hollow. There's nothing. And very quickly, it starts to evolve. Oh, this is the book that you keep talking about? Evolution Ron- rapidly occurs. Rendezvous with Rama. You ought to be in that. I want to be in that. How do, how do we make that happen? I think maybe just ask people out there to start a petition. Start you a petition? Be, you'd be great. I'd like to be the captain. Yeah. Okay. 
Let's work on that. Brilliant. Thanks, Tom. Hey, we've got a guest this week, William. Tom. Yeah. Are you going to do the intro? I think you should. You're a much better reader. Are you me. ready? Yeah. Because this is very interesting and mm. very exciting for us. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Anya Zova. Anya Zova is a comedian, actress, and professional athlete. Mm. Born in the Soviet Union and raised by Ukrainian mother and Russian father, she worked in the WWE competing in their developmental territory, NXT Wrestling, under the ring name Anya. She is a founder of acting school Miami, Anya Zova, and author of Zova's acting technique. Now, her uh, real name, or her given name, was Bogomazova. Lovely. How's that? I love it. I'll bet her ass when she comes in. Bogomazova graduated law school and won the Kickboxing World Cup in 2011. Wow. In 2020... Bogomazova made her debut on the US television sitcom Brooklyn Nine-Nine and TV series MacGyver. In April 2022, she toured the US with her own comedy show, Make Laughs, Not War, which is really interesting. I want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. In support of Ukraine and in uniting people. So please welcome onto the Friendship Onion, Anya Zova. Hello, Anya. Hi, Anya. I'm good. I'm very happy to be here. It's well, lovely to see you. Yes, it Likewise. is lovely to see you. What have you, what have you been up to today? Uh, today I worked out, mm-hmm. replied to some emails, and drove here. What is your general workout? We've been talking about workouts. We're doing opposite things. He's trying to get super lean. 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 Stripped. I'm trying to get big. <laughs> but like bulky? You want to get like bulky? I want bulky. to get like as big as I can get. I just eat a lot of protein. I'm I'm doing that. I'm just eating nonstop. Yeah. I don't think I'm lifting enough weights. <laughs> I just eat. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. So you need to lift weights. What is your workout these days? Uh, well, because I used to be an athlete, yeah. like I have so much muscle memory. So if I start waiting, uh, doing heavy weights, mm-hmm. I get bulky, and ah. I'm going to look like a man, and I don't want to look like a man. So I do like my own with my own body weight exercises, uh-huh. like heat workout. And I found out this new studio called Pure Bar. It's kind of like ballet club, but it's not oh, ballet. That's but what Billy's like a... wife does. My oh, wife really? teaches. No way. Pure Bar. Where? Which one? Which location? I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Because... Okay. No, no, don't, don't yes, say. Don't she say, does. Don't, 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 don't. We'll Somewhere do that in Los camera. Angeles. Yeah, yeah. But I love it. I go. To, well, I'm not gonna say where I go, but yeah, I go to a couple of studios in LA. For me, I start seeing changes in my body like after three weeks. I'm like, wow. this is magical. Isn't it good? It's Well, you see your wife all the time, right? Yeah, I see her every day. She looks amazing, right? Oh, yeah. incredible. <laughs> it's the best workout ever. Well, that's great to hear. Listen to that, Ali. <laughs> see, Anya loves it. There you are. Yeah, so, yeah, she's probably been your teacher at some point. That's amazing. No, you think, guys can talk together. I'll, I'll I, make sure I, that you... I love it. Honestly, for women, I feel like it's the best workout ever. It just leans you down. Like, if you want to get lean, this is what you need to do. I would like to get lean. So my thing is... Why don't you do pure bar? Yeah. Get, and also flexible, right? Yeah, you get... Is there one guy who always comes to our gym? It's so, is it a bit weird? It's like 10 women and one guy. But no, everybody, he's smart. Yeah, he's, he's smart. But everybody welcomes him and he's Great. like, so you should do it. I would like that. Because the thing with me, Anya, is even though you might not see it very easily, and it is quite an affliction, I'm quite tight in my hips. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is something you can work on. Mm. But for men, it's normal. Men To be tight in the hips? Yeah, but usually women are more loose in the hips and this is what, like, it's our nature, you know? But right. it's okay. So if you do stretch and stretching is something you can do every day. My wonderful mother... Hello, Momo. Had a double hip uh, replacement. I don't want to have a double hip replacement, but 
I think I'm on my way. Well, you've got to do you've got to do some squats, you see. Okay. Keep it strong. Now you were a kickboxing world champion. Is that fair to say? Yes, I was back in 2010. That is yeah. that That's is incredible. Thank Wait, you. me and Dom have talked about this before. To be world champion at anything mm. is that what a what a thing a place to be in your head. Yeah. That at some point in the history of mankind in this world, you were the greatest at something. Yeah. I just feel like it's normal maybe to like this desire to be like the best at something. Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, like my kid, my parents brought me like to calisthenics, like rhythmic gymnastics. Uh Uh-huh. But I was very tall and muscular. I was skinny kid, but I was like taller than anybody else. And like at some point, like after four years doing it, my coach like, well, listen, she's not going to get anywhere with that. Just you guys have to quit, you know? So I quit that. And I'm like, what am I going to do? But like my father always wanted a son, you know? So like I remember always had like boxing gloves. He always had a boxing bag in our house in Russia. So like I always was like, he was, try to box, try to box. And then he was like, well, for self-defense, you're like 14. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you hang out with older Pretty boys. Woman. Yeah, right, like, right. and back then in Russia, it was like, like something always happens. Like in Russia, something happens. Like you cannot have your phone on you, like your jewelry, like you're getting mm-hmm. robbed like on streets every day. Okay. So like for self-defense, why don't you do that? And he brought me to the gym. I was the only girl, um, all, all the boys in the gym. And I loved it. And I started doing very well. And my coach, he brought me to nationals after like six months of training, which uh-huh. I was not ready at all. And I lost. And after I lost, I was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Never never lose again. Mm-hmm. So it was a headspace that uh, yeah. you got into. And where, where was this in Russia? I grew up in Voronezh. It's southeast of Moscow, like six hour drive. Okay. Well, right. my mom is Ukrainian, father is Russian, but I was raised in Russia, so all my life I considered myself Russian. I did a lot of martial arts when I was younger. What kind? I, all all sorts. I did um, Bruce Lee's art, mm-hmm. and I did Filipino Kali. What is it? It's like stick fighting from the Philippines, oh. and I did um, Muay Thai. And the thing I could never get over is getting hit. I never liked getting hit. How do you get, like... <laughs> you know what I mean? When you, when you, when you went to spar... And like you'd learn everything and then someone punches you in the face. It's, it's a horrible feeling. It is, but it's going to sound horrible, but you're kind of getting used to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you just sort of got used to you it. You get used to it. And it's at the beginning it hurts. Like like everything hurts. Like even your legs from kicking somebody hurts. Uh-huh. But it's eventually like, okay, it's not that bad. And you just, you don't take it as a, I'm hurt right now. This is just a state. You're, such, you're very focused when you do martial arts. Like uh-huh. you're 100% in the moment. If you zoom out, you're gone. Right. So I feel like this sport teaches you like to be in the moment. Well, any sport. You have mm-hmm. to be like, if you serve, mm-hmm. yeah. you have to be in the moment. Yeah. So you're 100% in the moment. You don't think about pain. It's going to hurt after. Okay. After the sparring but is in gone. in the moment. In the moment, nothing hurts. Mm. And, you, and you were mainly based in Taekwondo, is that right? I also did Taekwondo because um, I was like super flexible after gymnastics and like, I would throw my legs over my opponent's head. Right. <laughs> and my coach like, okay, you're not allowed to stretch for like a couple of months because we need to like bring your flexibility a little bit down. Right. Or fight somebody taller. Yeah. yeah. But it's hard. I'm like six foot one. Like, like, you know, there are not that many tall guys to spar with. Women, forget about it. So yeah, I did Taekwondo to help me with bo- kicks. And my coach, he was boxer. So like then we combined both techniques together and then it works. But I'm like had a huge advantage. I didn't get punched as much as other people because I'm tall. Ah. And it's all about learning the technique, like Klitschko, like they tall, like why they became champions in boxing, because they developed this technique where you don't let your opponent come close to you. Mm. Ah, so you're always oh, keeping see, them away? Always on a distance, always. So I know if I let them in, I'm going to lose. And they, you, you so have, you're constantly jabbing? Jabbing all the time, jabbing, and there's a front kick 
constantly. Oh, like a push con- kick. Constantly. Right. You don't have to. Like, otherwise, I know if I get in close distance, I'm going to be gone because my leg, um, arms are longer. So it takes, from, it doesn't matter how quick I am, it's still going to take for me longer mm. for my punch to reach. Ooh. And you, you had you had quite a famous um, coach, right? A Russian coach. Uh, he's pretty famous now. Yeah, he's um, big. He's uh, raised to multiple champions. Yeah. I was the only girl. Like, he, he didn't want to take me in. He was Muslim. He's still Muslim. Um, Russian Muslim. And he's like, I don't train girls. Like he's like, <gasps> really? he's like, is there only guys in the gym? You're gonna distract them. And I was like, please. I was begging him. He's like, okay, you can wear only like baggy clothes, mm-hmm. wear a bandana, cover your head. Right. And he's like, I'm not gonna pay attention to you. Just copy whatever they do. So for like entire like I would say first seven eight months, I was just copying whatever guys were doing. He wouldn't let me spar. But then he saw me not giving up. He was like, okay, now I can put you to Ooh. to that's like just spar. That's a tough learning. Yeah. Now, do you do you watch any? Uh, we were just talking about it before the show started. Do you watch any UFC? Not as much as I used to. If it's it? like, yeah, it's hard sometimes to watch. Like, I know how hard it is for them. You know, like the experience, the pressure, and like there's yeah. like money involved, and they have families and right. to feed. You know, so but I do. I, I love MMA. I love boxing because they obviously combine a lot of different styles. There's a huge amount of Greco-Roman wrestling in there and mm. uh, jiu-jitsu, but there is. Quite a lot of kickboxing too, right? There is a lot of wrestling too, like, mm. and wrestling is hard. I feel like like grappling and jiu-jitsu, It's even because you waste so much energy on wrestling because mm-hmm. you put your entire body weight on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I inspire like those guys. I admire them. Mm. Whatever does them, it's the hardest thing ever. Yeah, I think I think those combat sports. There's something really kind of. I don't know, some, so real about it, isn't it? I mean, any other sport, you're like, okay, there's there's this involved, there's the cars involved, but this is just two people saying, okay, who's going to win this chess match between us? Yeah. And so so you went from the, the kickboxing uh, then into wrestling, right? Well, yeah, when I moved to the States, I was like, okay, what do I do now? Like, in kickboxing, I kind of did everything I wanted. Like, you win the World Cup, what yeah. else are you going to do? Yeah. So, and it's not Olympic sport yet. Like, so we've been trying to make it Olympic for many years. Um, hopefully one day, we're really hoping for that. So, I'm like, okay, what do I do? Do I switch to boxing? Do I switch to mm-hmm. MMA? Because boxing is female boxing now, Olympic. I'm like, okay, that's that's good. Because I was mm-hmm. always, I would love to be in the Olympic Games. And then I got approached by WWE. And they're like, do you watch wrestling? I'm like, not really. Like, I know, like, The Rock. I know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know yeah, yeah. a few, like, Rick Flair, you know. Right. Like, I know a few Hogan. people. Hulk Hogan, yeah. He's like, why don't you watch wrestling? And we would like to invite you for Trey out uh, in Tampa. Back then, I was living in Miami. Like, in uh-huh. Tampa, like, five-hour drive. Come for a week. Train with us. And we'll, we'll see. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. So, I did that. And I remember I walked into the gym. I was like, it's like four different rings. And it's like very, like you see people working really hard. And I'm like, oh, this is not fake at all. Like mm-hmm. you see those bombs and they're falling for real. And they just, somebody's just jumping from the ropes. And those guys are huge. Yeah. Like yeah. on the cow, like with this body weight, it's not easy. Like uh-huh. I've been doing gymnastics. I couldn't do it because I was too big for that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. How is it doing it? Yeah. And I fall, like, I remember my first tra- training, they just some, the guy pull, pull me up and like body slam me. I'm like, wow, that hurt. Maybe I'll have pain. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I was like, that hurts. I want to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just had tremendous respect for them after I saw the trail. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not fake. It's not ballet. It's not like what people think it is. Yes, it's choreographed. You know who's going to win. But all the moves are real. Like, you mm-hmm. have to be really… Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're athletes. No they're question. athletes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And they did acting. I remember my th- favorite part was like, once a week we had acting coach, Dusty Rhodes, who's like famous… Um, wrestler he uh, back then I fell in love with acting I'm like this is fun they put like you in front of camera all the 
wrestler sit behind the camera and for 30 seconds or one minute, you can say whatever you want to say. Like you challenge somebody, you know? Right, yeah, Like you talk yeah. shit about somebody. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm allowed to do that? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be mean. I'm like, okay. And that's what got you interested in, in and that, acting. Mm-hmm. So just to go back a little bit. So you're in Russia. What made you think? So you're a world champion. And you thought, I, I want to live in America? Or did something bring you to America? A good question. Growing up, I felt like I always wanted to move, not because my life was bad. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, my family went through, we were rich and we were poor, rich again, and very poor again. So it's like uh-huh. a lot of ups and downs. But I always felt like I want to be abroad. Like I want to challenge myself. Like okay. I always knew I'm going to move. I remember when I was like 16, I found a college in Canada and I begged my parents to sign the release form for me to leave. And my father wouldn't do it. He was like, no, uh-huh. you, like, after you graduate college in Russia, do whatever you want. And I was crying and crying. And then was, eventually I went to school in Russia. And after I graduated, I'm like, okay, where do I go? And uh-huh. I knew some professional boxers in Miami. And I know I can train with them and they can help me out. So I'm like, okay, let me go at least where I know some people. So I, will, I feel like I always wanted to leave, but not because life was bad. Just I had the best childhood ever, like. You grow up on the streets in Russia. You know, it's not like here. Yeah. Kids like not allowed to be on the streets. Like you grow up on the streets. Mm-hmm. You learn from other kids. I just wanted to challenge myself. Like I'm like, let's do something different. And and with your parents being so, they're here with you now. They're, they're here in, mm-hmm. in the states. So they would have grown up in um, communist uh, Russia. Communist. This is, I think actually one of the reasons why we left because my father is very outspoken and very free spirit. Uh-huh. And in Russia, you cannot do that. Right. Like uh, they used to have a newspaper, and there was. Since Putin became like a president, like my entire family was like struggling because you cannot express yourself. Like, like there's no freedom of speech. Like, right. like, and my father grew up in that environment. Like, you cannot say like he was almost went to jail because when he was in high school, he was selling jeans. He was buying jeans from international students, right? African Americans, and he was reselling them. Right. And that was illegal, which is oh. now considered business. Back then, it was illegal. Right. And he almost well to this junior. How you call it? Like. Um, Prison for teenagers. Uh-huh. Yeah, like a hostel. Uh, yeah. So um, nowadays it's a, it's called internship. Uh, like you just yeah, become yeah. a businessman, you know, doing that. <laughs> you sell it on eBay, on Amazon. And so, and he was always, I think I also was programmed like by him. Like, hey, you need to live to the country where you have freedom. You can express yourself. And yeah. So with a, with a Russian father and a Ukrainian mother, and with what is very unfortunately going on right now in that part of the world, how do those conversations come up with the three of you guys? And you're all, obviously, all in the States now. We're all in the States, yeah. How have you approached that with, with your mom and dad and maybe your extended family? Are they still in Russia? Yeah, I have, I have uh, uh, relatives on both sides. I have relatives in Ukraine. And my, one uncle is in Mariupol. Another uncle is in Kiev. And my dad's relatives are in Russia. But my father is very pro-Ukrainian mm-hmm. from the day one. Like, he's very political. My father is very political. has hundreds of opinions. And um, he supports Ukraine from day one. So they almost, like, when Crimea conflict happened, my parents even opened, back then they were in Russia, they opened, like, a medical center, free medical services from people from crime, Uh Crimea area, so they can get, like, medical, because we had a lot of refugees. Mm -hmm. So, like, we don't have any conflicts about that. So we were all on the same side. Like, we're against Putin, we're against the regime, we want to support Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's hard, you know, like, when your relatives are still in Ukraine, it's Mm -hmm. like... And I, sometimes I'm like, I even feel guilty. I'm like, I live this beautiful life and like, and they struggle there. Yeah. It's it, it's hard. I mean, we can help as much as we can, but it's, yeah. you just feel like here in a bubble, you know? Did a film in Ukraine, in Crimea? 
Hopefully we're going to do another one in Caroline's, uh, Broadway and Caroline's in New York. Also 100% ticket sales go to charity. And when's that going to be? Do you know? Uh, we think in October. In October? October, yeah. I want to do it right. I want to have like one household comedian, big name, and the rest of like Russian and Ukrainian comics. We do comedy in English, but uh, uh-huh. for like to support Ukraine. You know, yeah, I was watching you online. Very funny. Mm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Not only could you beat me up, you <laughs> made me laugh enough. <laughs> the, per- the perfect woman. <laughs> now, <laughs> do you touch upon what is occurring in Ukraine or do you just have Ukrainian comedians come on and talk about funny things? We talk about the war. Okay. Like, maybe not 100% of the set. Yeah. But, like, I feel like people expect us. Yeah. Like, like make a statement. Like, what, what are your... Where do you stand? Yeah. So, like, we do. We do talk about it. Even, like, American comedians always, like, have their opinions and yeah. take it to the table and yeah. trying to, you know. It's hard to make fun of the war, but we're not making fun of the war, right? We're making fun of people who created the war. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's really important. And, and you know, comedy has always been important for kind of um, getting across kind of difficult ideas and mm. difficult thoughts. Mm. And... um I think you could argue just now that it's it's getting more difficult for comedians because they get scared to say the wrong thing. Mm. It is. And, and now the people sensitive. I know. Oh, and, like the cancel, the cancel culture thing. And comedy yeah. has to push those boundaries. It has to because that's how we get ideas. It's, it's through art. It's through plays and comedy. And, you know, we ha- we have to let our comedians say difficult thing sometimes because um, it can it can change ideas and it can change the world really yeah, yeah um, we are living in a very uh, tricky time 
for a lot of artists, but I have felt like comedians more than anyone else are really at the forefront of that because, like you said, Bills, most of the time, a smart comedian will be leaning towards the subjects that are a little hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not... We've obviously, we've obviously done the whole, you know, flying in planes and staying in hotels type of comedians, but now, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that are really making a difference are the ones talking about these things that are a little difficult to talk about. And if you're not given a platform where you can take some risks and take some chances that doesn't include someone saying, you said that one word, we never want to hear from you again, then what is what chances are there for a stand-up comedian? They're always about being risky, you know? And you have to be. If you want to be good, you have to be risky. You have to be, like, right on the edge, right? right? Yeah. It's like... Uh, and I feel like still in comedy, we still have more freedom of speech more than anywhere else. Mm. But some comics are scared, like, because you don't want to get cancelled, right? Yeah. So it's like it's, there's a fine line all the time. But I do agree with both of you. Like, I feel like stand-up comedy is something that might save us because yeah. we, we need this, like, outlet for, like, what do you guys do? Podcasts. It's amazing. Right. Also, it's, it's a freedom of speech. You express your opinion publicly, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's wonderful. That's, like, yeah. that's what we all need to do, like. Do, do you have comedy heroes, stand-up comedian heroes that are kind of your I icons? Like I, I'm thinking nowadays. Well, among women, I love Sarah Silverman. Yeah, yeah she yeah, just she's makes here. a podcast next door. No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Love her. She's fantastic. She's Very fantastic, funny, funny yeah. smart. You know, so like, like she's, and she's always also like right on the edge, you know, yeah. like she's right there. Yeah. Love her. Well, if you talk about, it's, there are not that many political comedians nowadays because when we dangerous. look at, it's dangerous. Mm. Like, we were looking, like, when you're going through the cast who we want to attach to the show, I'm like, well, there are not that many. Like, people, no. it's like, it's a lot of people talking about relationships, like airplanes, you know, like. Yeah, but, and if you're, if you're doing a show that's uh, make laughs, not war, and you're you're going to talk about the war, you're going to talk yeah. about Russia, yeah. you're going to, and then people are like, ooh, scared to cross a line mm-hmm. somewhere. As you're saying, you, you might not be able to go to Russia now. Ooh. I mean, you'll be able to go, but Not whether com- you can get out again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my father pointed out. He's like, because I do a lot of charity, like I support like uh-huh. Ukrainians and we do like a global empowerment mission, one of the charity organizations. And But also publicly express my opinion, right, Ooh. about Putin and what is really wrong what he does. Uh, if I go to Russia, I'll be able to go, but I'm not sure if is that easier to leave? Because when you leave the airport, they check your Instagram, they check your... Wow. So I'm not famous. In, I mean, I'm famous by my legal name. They don't know Anya yeah. Zova. So it's kind of easier because I have a second name now, like stage right. name. But they're going to check. And they, even on the street, sometimes people get like pulled over by randomly. You walk on the street and police officer comes to you and says, hey, like, give me your phone. Oh. And they go through Instagram, your Facebook, your emails, your text messages. And just wow. anything you say, a little bit sketchy, sounds a little bit sketchy, like for Putin, they're going to arrest you. It's a real that's shame. That's a dangerous though. time. I mean, mean, that that's place in the world over there is so wonderful as well for for art, for high art, for, mm-hmm. you know, ballet and plays. And I mean, it's so wonderful. And it's a shame that it's getting twisted into something else. Huh? It is. It's. I feel like it has to stop. Like, it's 2022. Like, yeah. really? It's still happening? Like, yeah. why is the entire society, entire world doesn't do something? I, just, look, thought, I just thought it was 2023 there. No, no. <laughs> Honestly, when you said it's 2022, I was going to correct you, and I was like, wait, hang on a second. I might have got this wrong. It's, <laughs> it is 2022, right? Yeah, I do. I live in the future. That's what happens as we get older. Things get all mixed up, Tom. What's going on? I don't know what's going on. But tell us what's going to happen in 2023 if you live there. Yeah. <laughs> Give us Well, hope. hopefully, uh, we'll be winning more games of League of Legends, William. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Billy and I will go. Billy just got back from an amazing surf holiday, and, and hopefully at some point in 2023, 
we can go on a little surf trip together. Have you ever tried surfing? I would love to. We'll invite you because we might need protection down in Mexico <laughs> and you've got a hell of a kick. Well, from, yes, but not from the sharks. I cannot protect you from the sharks. <laughs> no, no one I think you could kick a shark. I could. Why yeah, not? A shark, yeah. I mean, what, <laughs> what a life. Teeth. What a life you're leading. Yeah. You know? I mean, so, and then even like the acting. So did, did the acting come from the wrestling? Yes, I from fall in love. From the acting in Russia? Uh, no, I, mean, I never uh, acted in Russia. I always wanted to act in Russia, uh-huh. but it's like in Russia, it's hard. Like in order to be an actor in Russia, you have to go to university and study for five years to get your master's. Uh-huh. So it's not like here, you go to acting school, Shush. you pick up some skills and you go to audition. And I'm if, like, okay. If that. If that, if yeah, that. You, you some just people go, just look pretty in a in a restaurant, and they're like, "You, you're you, the new come star. on, you're you're in the Marvel movies." Oh, you're TikTok famous, and right, yeah. Oh, don't Not, get Billy onto TikTok; he's going to lose his marbles. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, you're right because I I actually studied a little while in uh, Poland, oh. and the way that they study for acting, even compared to Britain, like we we were doing some um, uh, Chekhov over there, and those guys would go in it like six in the morning to do a gym workout mm. and then work on their voice and voice and body, uh, body by the moment everything yeah. I mean they, it's super serious it is so so you didn't do that no I was like my parents were like okay I need to get like a real career like mm-hmm. okay I'm going so I went to yeah, law be school be a wrestler right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> almost well I went to law school did that and then I was like when I moved here I'm like okay this is maybe I can try it and in WWE this is when I really liked it like right. it was it was fun it's like you feel free you can become another character yeah. you can create a character yeah. it's like wow I feel like a child again you know like when yeah. you become this playful you find this playfulness inside of you and yeah after WWE I found an agent uh, and kind of everything like took off from there I mean I didn't do that big one I did Brooklyn Nine-Nine that yeah. was fun that so was how fun. did that that was just an audition uh, it was an audition for my agent and they were looking for a Russian actor actress and uh, back then I was living in Miami so my agent had to lie and she's like well she's LA based <laughs> I'm mm. like okay mm. <laughs> so I flew in and worked like LA based and then eventually I moved here so wow fantastic it is play that's the that's the funny thing I think with actors who do it for a living when they are hanging out with people who are not necessarily working in something that is play orientated, is that I think we underestimate maybe just how important play is in our life. Like it's something that I need to do. It's probably the reason why I play computer games. It's the reason why I love board games. It's the reason why I'm always looking for like a joke or something silly, even though I do enjoy that. I think it does speak to the job that I do because just for me personally, do the best job that I can do on a film set, I have to be in a state of play. I have mm-hmm. to make sure that the crew are, are kind yeah. of in a state of play and my cast members, if it gets too serious or too earnest, I feel like the options are limited mm-hmm. and I want to see if there's more and more options. Yeah. So the play thing is not to be underestimated. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it gives you a spark, right? Yeah, like like yeah. you feel like playful, easy, childish. Yeah. I remember you from Lost. Right, this okay. is very, yeah. I, I sent your picture to my dad. I'm like, look who's going to interview me. He's like, oh my god, because we all watched Lost. And I remember back then, there was no Netflix, no like networks, so we sure. had to buy DVDs. Yeah. And I remember I went to London like for two weeks. We had like exchange program for students, and I found those Lost DVD for sale. And I was so excited that I could bring them home to my parents. That was like second season or third season. It was like such a treasure, you know, like yeah. you have a Lost. Uh, that was yeah. a great show. I love that show. It's funny as well because I've met over the years. I remember certainly in Russia, in St. Petersburg, the Russian person who does my voice in Russia. So he said to me, I did your voice in Lord of the Rings. I did your voice in Lost. 
So then he said, you have to keep working because I have to keep doing the other thing. <laughs> Give like, me my oh. job, yeah. Just another extra pressure there. <laughs> but I wonder what my voice sounds like in, in Russian. Hopefully similar. It's really high. He's so high. I'll find the clip. I'll send it to you. So yeah, so, do that. Yeah. So is that your, your, is your main drive now um, the stand-up? And, mm -hmm. But still acting? You still I want... do still act, yeah, yeah. But like once I fall in love with stand-up like for about four years ago, like it, it like took over my life. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. Because in Russia, we don't have stand-up. Like nowadays, I left La Russia like 11 years ago. And this is when the stand-up started in Russia. Mm -hmm. So back then we had nothing. Like we had sketch comedy. Mm -hmm. Like what Zelensky, president of Ukraine did, like he did sketch comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we, we did, like we did that. We had that. But stand-up comedy just started there. And when I moved here, I'm like, I found it like stand-up comedy. I'm like, this is fun. And mm -hmm. you kind of have a little bit more control over your career, you know? Yeah. Like versus like, yeah, you still... You, there are no auditions, but you have to make connections with bookers and managers of the clubs. But you write your own material. Like, nobody controls you how sure. much. Like, you can be on stage every night if you want to. There are yeah. open mics. So, when I found that, I'm like, wow, this is fun. It's uh, It keeps your brain always on fire. And yeah. you have to keep your opinion going. <laughs> and are you, are you consistently yeah. trying? How how long is it, would an act be for you? Are, are you looking for a, 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 like a 10-minute, 15-minute type act? What's... It depends. Like, I with Make Love's Not War, I had lines. So, I did like 30 to 40 minutes right. on wow. the road. Uh, in LA, it's hard to do headlining gigs because so many comics, big comics. Right. So, in LA, if I get 15 minutes set, I'm like, I'm really happy. Yeah, mm -hmm. I bet. Yeah, so you do usually like five to fifteen minutes. Right. So where where can people see you just now? Uh, well, I just did improv on Saturday. That was fun. Well, I, I did the cold opening for Sebastian was on the show. Eric Griffin. I was like, damn, this is so cool. Yeah, you know? With those guys, yeah. Great people. Um, I have a actually show Friday in um, Huntington Beach. Oh, do you? Yeah. What is it, Jay Leno's? Uh, no, Comedy this Club. is uh, no. I think is it. I think it's closed. Jelena does burping. Oh right, he does, he does flappers. Yeah. He, he did have one by the beach, though, right? He did, but right. I think it was before pandemic. Uh, right. Yeah. So I'm doing the Ahmed Ahmed show in um, Seagrill in Hannington. So it's like on the beach, but it's a big venue, so it's very cool. Oh great. My, this is slightly well. It's on topic, but it's like it's going to sound slightly random at first. My gardener also works at another person's garden. And he said to me uh, a few weeks ago, he was like, hey, this person, my other client, is giving away a whole bunch of like huge flower pots because they're redoing their garden. Do you want them? And I said, yeah, let me come around and see if that's okay. So I went around and saw, I met the, the wife, said hello, we organized buying the pots. And then when I bought the pots and he dropped them around, I realized that um, that was Bill Burr's wife. And I love Bill Burr. He might be my favorite comedian right now. He, did you see his last special? Yeah, on Netflix. On The Rocks. Because <gasps> there's a guy who says, all right, I'm going to upset you guys. Abortions? <laughs> right, 20 times tonight. Yeah. And you need to realize that this is jokes. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm trying to make a point, but I'm trying to make you think and have fun at the same time. You know, He's brilliant, Bill Amazing. Burr. Amazing. Very amazing. Talented. Like this bit about abortion he did at the end oh of the God. special. I was like, damn, so brave, you know? Ace. Like, thank you, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's super brave. So good. He does, I, I just saw him last week. He did, like, there's a great venue called Supernova. Mm -hmm. It's um in Hollywood. It's like outdoors. And it's look like, there are like a 3D screens all over the stage. So it's kind of psychedelic almost oh, experience. Wow. And there's a comic on the middle of stage. I'm doing this venue August 13th. And Bill does this room all the time. Oh. So it's like, what I like about LA, you can see those big comics in like random places. Like, you know, like it's a show in Hollywood under the stars. Yeah. And yeah, Bill is amazing. He's brilliant. Yeah. Billy and Dom eat the world. William, should we eat the world? Well, yeah, me and Dom like to eat the world okay. every week. And obviously with Anya here, 
It's going to be something sort of Russian. A Russian. Not only something Russian, Billy, but something that will remind us of a wonderful meal that you and I had a couple of weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Billy and I finished about an hour early from a convention. We were going to go back to the hotel, get changed, have a shower, whatever, go to the airport. And then we were like, well, we've just bought ourselves an extra hour. Why don't we grab a lunch on the way to the airport? And then you don't need to worry about the potentially... Mm -hmm dodgy food on the airplane. Went to a fantastic seafood restaurant with Mr. Elijah Jordan Wood and we ate caviar and blinis. And I believe these are blinis, right? Mm-hmm. Are, they, are they homemade blinis? I wish I... I oh, <laughs> I knew you'd let us down. <laughs> wow, no. I can't lie. I'm a comic. I can't lie. Okay. <laughs> but it's a freshly made from a Russian lady, Russian store. So don't worry. For right. a moment there, I thought, comedian... She can beat the heck out of us. <laughs> yeah. She can cook. Um, she's, uh, she was a wrestler um, and an actress, and she's going to have made his blinis. This is going to be amazing. Well, that's why I'm not married. If I could cook, I would be married by now. Okay. Is that how it works over in Ukraine? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Shanti. Thank you. Now, should we eat these with our bare hands? Oh, no, you've got a fork. It smells good. So, so oh, is... look, we've got some uh, oh, yeah, vodka. <laughs> is it? It's look, not non-alcoholic. Look. Non-alcoholic. What is this? Is the drink from it's Russia? It's a drink well? from Russia. It's um, Tarhun, which is. Um, Tarhun. <laughs> is it right? That's Thank very you. good. I'm very great good. with pronunciation. Very good pronunciation. So mm. it's um, soda, but it's with natural herbs. Natural herbs. Natural oh. herbs. Yeah. So. Okay. It still has some sugar, but the flavor you see is from natural herbs. So it's pretty cool. So I got this fruit smoothie today, right? From my favorite fruit smoothie place. Unfortunately, the guy, when he's writing on the side of the cup what you want, he holds the cup with the inside of his fingers while he's writing it. And I was going to say, is there a chance you could maybe hold it in a different way? But then I worried that if I annoyed him personally, he might say, right, I'm going to go rub another part of my body on the inside of this cup when he's not watching. So I just kept quiet. Like his butthole. Yeah, but how would I approach that? Would you have said anything, Bill? I would have. I'd have said, "Get your fingers out my cup." <laughs> but then, but then, really, then you trust that the fruit smoothie is going to make you would be untarnished. The way I'd have said it, I'd have given him the fear, so he'd have feared that I might have kicked him in the face. What about you, Anya? Is that something that you would talk would, about, or would you just I, say, I, "You know what? I don't want it." I probably wouldn't. What surprises me is that you still drunk it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, let me just taste this guy's fingers. Yeah. I, I think the next time I want to go in there, I want to say something to him. But I, I think you should. Let it, let it play inside you until but, it becomes a real anger. Well, I've done, no, it wasn't an anger. Mine was more of a, I would say, meekish thing. Shall I give it to you? I was going to say, excuse me, can I, just, can I just ask you something? Yes. When you're holding the cup and writing the name yes. of the movie, yes. you're holding the cup with the inside of your fingers, and then I have to drink. Is there a chance you could hold it from the outside? No. I'm going to go down the street to uh, the other place. That's okay. We've got your money. Thanks. Goodbye. See you later. See you next time. See you ruined it, Anya. Yeah. <laughs> right, what are we <laughs> starting with? The juice first. Yeah, let's Cheers. do the juice first. What's now, it called again, Anya? Tarhun. 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 Does, does that translate to something Tarhun. or is it just a sound? Tarhun is just the sounds, but actually it's funny anytime I say it now, I think about it because Tarhun, no, there is no meaning. It just It's a funny word, actually. Smell it first because it, yeah. the smell reminds me of something. It, Does it, it smell like those aniseed? Pills. Aniseed. Aniseed. Yeah. It smells like pills, no? Like medical. Oh, pills. Yeah. Yeah. What pills are you on? I'm not an I'm going to drug now. you now. 
Hang on, let's have a taste. Yeah, they smell like aniseed balls. Would that be? Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice color. It's like a, it's like Hulk green. Yeah, it's like that. slime yes. green. Yeah, oh, it's, an, it's like a, like you said, it's like a slightly herby, spicy herby, drink. Yeah. Right, here we go. So in, in uh, is it more Russian than Ukraine drink? I would say both. Actually, like our food, like it's very similar. Like Russian Ukrainian food sure. is very similar. Do they mix drink. it with a little vodka? Um, no, we drink vodka straight. Oh, we don't mix you. it. <laughs> this is no American. Mess, no mess, no mess. Would you mix this with anything? You could. Uh, actually, maybe with vodka with like a nice cocktail, but mm. we just don't do it. Like we drink most of the stuff straight. And would you drink this on a normal day? Yeah. Like now, here. Here. Yeah. yeah, like my father drinks it. Like in Miami, he goes to a Russian store. This is what instead of Diet Coke or Coke, he buys yeah. that. It's nice. Yeah, I like it. I'm honestly, I, I'm going to have to be honest because Annie, you've been very honest with us right now. I'm not sure I do like it. <laughs> I do. I like love it. honesty. I mm. love honesty. It's okay, but I mean to drink that as like a Coca Cola. It tastes like because it's. It feels like you're tasting drinking something like pills. So like yeah, like something prescription. I don't know yeah. what it is. Right. I like Berlin. it. I like it. Okay. I like the colour a lot. Oh, yeah. It's Hulk green. Slimy yeah. green. It's yeah. really bright green. green. Right. What have we got here? Right. Come on, Anya. Okay. So, Why is there two of them? So, this little one says Brinchiki, right? It's a Brinchiki. How called crepes? Crepes. Crepe. You know, when I moved here, I called crepes creeps. And I did. Crepes. Crepes. <laughs> oh, crepes yeah. like creeps. Because for me, it sounds very blood. similar. I'm like, what do you mean creep? Like, creep is a person who is like creepy. I'm yeah. like, no, no, I mean like food, you know? Like, creeps. So crepes. Uh, like a creep. This Crap. one is so sweet. It has a cottage cheese inside. Cottage cheese, yeah. right? We eat cottage cheese a lot. Do you? Sour cream and cottage cheese. This what? is like a. Please be honest with me. <laughs> that. Billy's not sure. No, that is much better than I thought it was going to be. When I touched it with my finger there, Anya. I thought, I don't like that constituency. Wait, I, what constituency? Yeah. You got a political... Uh, yeah, uh, politically, it's, cons- not, it's not up my street. Yeah. Look at that, though. Oh, it's all coming out. Remember you were talking about those little hairless dogs you get in Mexico? Yeah. That's what it's like pressing the tummy there. Oh, God, that's So shit. I don't like that. You don't like the but, softness. And, yeah. But when I bite it, I like it. Mm, so this is more of a dessert thing. Um, it's sweet, isn't it? Wait, sweet. Is this something you would eat for breakfast with a cup of coffee? Oh, yeah. Wow. I would like that. Yeah, we also make them sometimes with chicken, eggs. But this is like the, the I like it the best. Give us the name again. Uh, Blin chicken. Blin chicken. Perfect. Chicken. Blin chicken. Okay. And what's the other one here? Yeah, the other one seems fried. This is fried, yes. Yeah. So this is, I'm not a fan of it, but this is what I like, oh. usually you get on the streets in Russia. Like, you know, like here you get in LA tacos on the streets. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is what you get in Russia. It's, it has meat inside. What, what believe, type of meat? I believe it's beef. I, like, meat. I went to smell it there, Anya, and I got confused and I smelt my mic. Oh, Billy, come on. <laughs> Billy. Have you ever done that before where you, you forget what you are done? Yeah, I sometimes forget. Oh, so when I taste it, for me, it reminds me like of my years in university. Like, that would be my lunch. Oh, now, I was going to say, is this something that you would have if you're a little drunk on the way home? It looks like kind of drunk. Yeah, it is drunk. It's like after a nightclub. On a Russian bus. Mmm, now I like that. <laughs> That's my favorite of the three. You like fat food. <laughs> I do, I like fatty food. Which is a shame because you're not bulking. I'm bulking. Mm-hmm. I'm live. I'm quite live. Mmm, it's good that, Anya. Good, I'm glad you like it. Okay. I think when it was fresh, out the oven, and crispy, it'd be even better. Yeah, like most things. How did you get napkins? Oh, you didn't get one? Did you get <laughs> one? I got one. 
Hang on, William. Hold on, he's passing it on, he's passing Wait a minute, I've got one there. <laughs> it's underneath the plate. Thank you very much. Anya, have you ever bombed on stage? Oh, plenty of times. Could you talk us through your worst bomb? And maybe explain to the audience out there if they don't know what a bomb is. A bomb is, it's when you go on stage and you say something and all you hear is silence. <gasps> and this is the most painful thing for a stand-up comedian. If mm. you get booed on stage, it's not as bad okay. as hearing the silence. Okay. Just nothing. Nothing. It's just like dead silence. And it, does it mean that they don't really understand what you said more than anything else? Because oh, they just don't um, like it. Is it just, you just don't like it? Maybe it's not funny. But yeah. It happened, first time I did an open mic and I killed it. I got like, as a guy who went in front of me, he was Ukrainian. He did a bunch of Ukrainian stuff. And I just went after him and I just kind of went off his material. Mm-hmm. And people were laughing. I'm like, oh, this is easy. Stand-up comedy is easy. And the second my open mic, I did, I tried to do my jokes and I bomb. I'm like, oh, there's a technique you need to learn. It's not that easy. It has to be some kind of a trick, you know. There is this premise and setup, a punchline. It's, it's a technique, you know, something that you can learn. Um, it's painful when you're on stage, but it, I used to be like very upset. Sometimes I go drive in my car, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not funny. This is so bad. But then you take it from another perspective. I'm like, okay, let me take all the audience as my writing partners. Mm. Okay, so they're here to help me. Mm. So if they're not laughing, okay, I need, to, I need to work on the joke or drop the joke or change something in it. And if they're laughing, okay, this is... But there are ways of doing it. Now when I had experience, like I'm like, okay, if they're not laughing, I can say it. Oh, okay, it's not funny. You guys not laughing. Yeah. And then they start laughing. You know, I'm like, right. okay, you just have to like kind of embrace the truth. Yeah. Like, okay, I didn't do well tonight. You just Le- lean into on. the thing that scares you type mm-hmm. thing. That's yeah. painful. And everybody yeah. bombs, right? Every standard everybody. comedian bombs. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the R.E.M. song. Everybody bombs. I'm not sure about that last note. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, even the best guys. I'm we'll sure we'll have moments on stage where they're like, yeah, I guess that didn't really. Yeah, resonate. it's like one you have like name in the industry, like people gonna laugh at you with you more mm. because out of respect, mm. like yeah. you'll see something coming. But even then, like I've seen big guys, like okay, this is not working. Let mm. me change to another topic. It's it happens. Mm. It happens to everybody. It's just the beauty of stand up comedy. Like mm. it's never ending. It's like you think you have success, and you're like, oh, there's another level. Mm. I need to create new material, new material, like you know. Mm. Now, you've got all this stuff from a, a Russian store in town, is that right, Anya? Are, mm-hmm. there, are there places in LA where you can access all the things that you might miss from where you Yeah, I, from? I found one in Encino, which is like 10 minutes drive from you guys. Lovely. Um, very cool place called Rasputin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're good. And I know it's fresh. Like, they make it right there. The kitchen's kind of a little bit open, so you can see nice. it. It's fresh. Yeah, there are a couple of places. There's one in Topanga, Studio City. It's like three or four places. We mark them. Don't we, Dom? We give them scores. And uh, the scores are based on the taste, of Mm -hmm. course, how it looks, Mm -hmm. and how useful is it in your kitchen, if you have it. Now, should we put it all as one thing, as one sort of Russian meal? I think we can, Dom. So the overall vibe of it. The overall vibe of this. Because it looks like zero. (laughs) No. We're averaging taste No, not at all. In fact, this the last one I'm absolutely loving. I'm trying to save room for dinner tonight, Billy, because Billy and I are going to have a wonderful sushi extravaganza. But I love this thing. It's I like fantastic. the taste. I like the taste of everything, to be honest. As a taste, all in as a Russian tasting meal, mm. I'm going to have to give that, and we do it out of 10, I'm going to have to give that an 8.9. My God, that's high. That's it's a high, high. You're too nice to me. Too nice no, to no. Food. Mm. It's delicious. He's actually not a nice person. No. So he wouldn't he wouldn't try and save you, you know, by being a pleasant guy. He can be deeply unpleasant. Really. Yeah. So you're just being honest there. 
Gosh, I have to say, I know we're taking it on an average. The juice has brought down the average score to me. Uh, and the fried delicacy yeah. has pumped it up. Right, well, and a yeah. Little soft guys in the meet middle. Meet it in the middle, meet <laughs> it in the middle. I'm going to give it a 7.3. Well, that's all right. I like how specific you are, like 7 points. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, we get very What's up with men? Why men always like to give numbers to everything, to women, to food? Oh, <laughs> to <is>. women. <laughs> it's me- and, and more so in America. America love numbers. They mm. love numbers. Which yeah, is a shame because I'm terrible with numbers. Me too, I'm terrible. Oh, we should yeah. like talk about this. <laughs> yeah. I'm great question? at numbers. You're good yeah. at numbers? Yeah. yeah. Well, what's, uh, what's 9 plus 14? Well, that's uh, 23, Tom. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. 25. Well done. <laughs> done, see, yeah. Did you do it like that? Yeah, it's just math. That. That's just math. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, thanks. Anya, do you want to give it an average score? Well, I would give it a six. A, a six? six? That's not yeah. bad for taste. That's, well, it's all right. But you were, so, yeah, it's six. If it was homemade, it went up, Anya, yeah. but you, you couldn't I be bothered. I cheated, yeah, I cheated. That's okay. How does it look, Dom? What the aesthetics of it? Well, <laughs> this again. little guy's brought it down with his little his little Tommy. Yeah, the little guy with the cottage cheese explosion inside. I'm not really into, and the f- lovely fried delicacy just looks like a folded over pancake. I will give a little bit of an extra score because I, like you, was delighted by the slime green color. It's quite a, it's quite a green, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a hulky green. So I, that's pumped it up to a six point two. That's not bad, Dom. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look great. It doesn't look like, you know, anything I haven't seen before. Mm, except for the green. green. Yeah. So because of the green, we'll give it a seven point two. Right. And you Do you want to give thoughts, it a score, Anya? Thoughts. Or how it looks. How it looks? Yeah. It, it, it doesn't look good. No, well, no, no, it's no. like you see like sometimes delicious and beautiful. Not sometimes yeah, beautiful, but food, yeah. beautiful. But I don't think it's beautiful. Right. I'll give you like a three or four. Oh. It's only getting a three or a four. And you're not. We'll call you're, it a three point five. You're quite strict against your strict. own nation's food. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll find out with people that have been world champions mm. that they're very specific. Standards are very standards high. Very high. high. Standards mm. are high, yeah. How well, useful is it? If you've got it in the kitchen, is there other things you can do with it? Like, could you open that up? You can open it up, yes. So and then it. scrape out the stuff and make a cake. A cake? Um, no, you can actually. This is like already folded. Yeah. But you can actually make it like unfolded and let people just put their own cottages in it. Mm. Okay. So like you kind of like instead of like being super like fat and like you know like you can yeah. just choose whatever ingredients mm. you want. But if it was in your fridge and you had leftovers and you had that and you had three eggs and a and a pint of milk. And, mm, and you I couldn't wouldn't. say, oh, I'll cut that up and I'll make it no, into it. No, I wouldn't do it. Well, no. I think the fried thing, not that I've ever had it, but I think the fried thing with like a poached egg on top sounds fantastic. A little egg like a breakfast. pouring into it. Except also, if someone made it for you. You know, Dom will not eat an egg if someone else has made it. I won't it. eat other people's eggs, then, yeah. Why? I just have a thing about it. I like Eggs? Yeah, which is weird because obviously the eggs aren't mine. They're chicken's yeah. eggs. But when I get them from the supermarket, then I take ownership of them. And then if someone were to come into my house and say, you sit there, watch the football, I'll make you a couple of scrambled eggs. I think, I'm not going to eat those. But if I make them, I'll eat them. That's but why, why But eggs? what about other food? Like if it would be yeah. like, like toast. someone else's toast. Mm. I mean, I'm a little weird with, with dairy stuff like milk. I'm going to need to give it a bit of a once over, you know. Like if someone says, do you want milk in your tea? I would look at it from a distance and go, no, I'm okay. I'll just have a <laughs> I'm, You know, apart from that, 
I'm okay. From a distance? Not sure if I'd eat other people's ice cream. Wouldn't you? No, it might be a dairy product. If there's anyone out there that has the same kind of issue and has got to the bottom of it, I'd love to hear from you. What about you, Anya? Is there anything that you... But outside of that, is there anything that you absolutely will not eat? Like, I do not like eating uh, pigs. I wouldn't eat rabbit. Like, you know, in Russian tradition, like, yeah. people eat rabbits. Oh, do they? Yeah. Is yeah. that a Russian delicacy? Yeah, a lot. And I remember I was like, I don't know, five, six years old, and my mom cooked a rabbit. And they told me during the dinner, it's a rabbit. Mm. I started crying hysterically. I'm like, mm. I'm not going to eat a rabbit. For me, it's like a cat, like eating a cat, you know, like yeah. they're pretty, they have fur, like mm. something you pet. So this is one thing, like, I wouldn't eat. My yeah. dad, when he was younger, walked past a, a butcher's shop, and there was a sign in the butcher's shop that said, Water ship down. You've read the book, you've seen the film. Now eat the cast. <laughs> oh, he had a whole bunch of rabbits hanging in the window. Isn't that brilliant, though? That's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's okay, so you won't eat rabbit. Apart no. from that, you okay? Everything else I would eat. William, is there anything that you won't eat? Well, you know, I was pescatarian. I only ate fish for about 15 years. Wow. Until about three or four months ago. Now and I started bulking. eating meat again. And I don't know why. I don't know why I started eating meat again. But maybe I'll stop soon. But at the moment, I'm enjoying it. I'm bulking, yeah. I might have mentioned. You have to listen to your body. Like, I was yeah. a vegetarian for a year, and after that, I'm like, one day I was just craving steak so badly. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to eat the steak. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Mm. It's weird. I think anyway. we go in, nothing's ever permanent, you know? So a lot of people make these kind of absolutes. I'm this. Yeah. And then a couple of years later, when you're not that, someone says, I thought you said you were that. And you go, well, I was then. Yeah. But now I'm different. I was 40. Now I'm 45. Do you know what I mean? It, things change is what yeah, I'm saying. That, you're right, Dom. Don't give yourself a hard time. I'm not giving myself a hard time. Usefulness. <laughs> it's not very useful, Dom. Well, it is what it is. You give that it your drink, scores. You can't even... You know what I mean? It is what it is. Is it? Yeah. And I don't know if I'd make a smoothie from it. I don't even... I would just like the greenness of it. You could use the greenness to colour the sponge of a cake and you can make like an incredible Hulk cake. I'll tell you a conversation oh. I had in the surf the other day. We went for a surfing holiday, mm -hmm. me and my son, last week. And I was sitting in the water, and this guy paddled over, and he says, what colour would you say this water is? Oh, I said, way. I think it's green. Right. And he says, what green? Right. And I said, I don't know. Maybe Marine like, green. Like lime green or something. Lime green? And one of the other surfers said, I think it's emerald. Oh, that's lovely. And I thought, that's nice. And then another guy came up, he paddled over, He'd a mullet, and he says... The fish or the hairstyle? The hairstyle. Okay. And he says, I think it's pistachio green. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. <laughs> and I said, pistachio green? I said, where did you get that from? He said, there's it's, a place well, down the street that does ice lollies. Yeah. And they do a pistachio one, and it's exactly the same colour as this water. But pistachios are pale green, surely. Mm. See, when I paddled out, Tom, me and my son get in the car, we went down to that shop and we had a pistachio ice lolly and it was the same colour as that water. Ah, oh, so the emerald guy was way off because emerald is a deep, mysterious green. It's dark. Yeah, yeah it's dark. Like that? Yeah, almost like that. Right? Uh, yeah, I would say similar. That feels more like a forest green to me, but I'm colourblind, so I have no <laughs> idea. But that was a good story, wasn't yeah. it? It was a great story. Thank you. Well, It's I... not very useful. I can only give it a two. I disagree. I think the fried dish, if you chop that up and added it with a little bit of like rice or pasta, it'd be a nice little thing. You could put an egg on it. Not sure that this is very useful, 
but I also think the fizzy drink, the color of it you can use. So I'm going to pump it up a little bit. I'm going to say a 4.9. Anya? I would give it a 5. 5? In between, you know, yeah, like just you can do something with it, but, but not, not much. It's just like, you can do something. This is good for alcohol, I'm assuming, right? After our conversation. Right? Yeah, mm. you can mix it with vodka. Do you ever have Russian evenings at your house, Anya? Where you invite I people over for lunch? I should have. Like, I do... Well, my landlord is Dutch. We just had a Dutch party. I should do a Russian party. A Dutch oh, she party. That was did, fun. Did he make Dutch delicacies? What Sausages, a bunch of meat. Did you have dream cake? What is dream cake? I don't we know. had a Dutch guy on. Wait a minute. Casper. No, he was Danish. Oh, Danish. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Carry on. Danish. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same thing. <laughs> if you have a Russian time round at your house, invite me and Dom. We'd love to come. Yes, I should make a Russian party. Invite yeah. us over. And also, you could say to your guests as a surprise, I'm going to invite these two hobbits over and they don't know, but I'm going to use them both as punching bags to show you guys just how hard I can kick. <laughs> and you could kick me in the body and Billy in the head. We'll Are you sure? Well, he doesn't like to get hit. <laughs> no, I don't like to get hit. Or would you rather get kicked in the head or the body? You can choose. Um, the leg. Oh, the leg. <laughs> low the thigh. Low kick. Yeah. Low kick. It hurts. I wouldn't go body after seeing UFC this trip. <laughs> you, can, you can kick me in the head, Anya, and I'll look forward to it. <laughs> okay. But everybody, please go and see Anya at her stand-up shows and uh, whatever else she gets up to and make laughs, not war. Let's Brilliant. all go and see those shows when they come on. Do lots of them, please. Yeah, Thank Anya, you. if there's anything in particular that you want people to know about, you can tell them now. Yeah, about just follow me on Instagram. I post all the shows there. Make laughs, not war. Hopefully October, Caroline's New York. Gonna do a bunch of shows in LA. It's better to follow me on Instagram. Everson what is your is Instagram? What is Anya it? underscore Zova. Well, Anya, it's been lovely having you on. So much Thank fun. you for educating us about a whole bunch of stuff. Well, and thank you for educating me on a bunch of stuff. Make sure you um, leave us all your questions, comments, and concerns on our YouTube page. That's the French Bunyan. And don't forget to send your artwork because we're oh, going yeah. to have the special art um, for not. Fanart, Fanart episode on the 5th or around about the 5th of September. Yeah. I don't know where you send it because we're in a new studio. Yeah, you I'm can sure it's down below. Check it out in the show notes. And also, if you subscribe and rate and review us, we can make more and more shows and you can come check us out in Toronto at the Fan Expo. Billy and I will we'll be doing a birthday extravaganza podcast for Billy's birthday. So bring your gifts and your kisses. Guys... We'll see you next week. See you next week on the Friendship Onion. Toodles.